there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Huge show coming up today. We do have football returning tonight with the Hall of Fame game. Raiders-Jags, which we will, of course, get into quite a bit over the next three hours. In 30 minutes, Paul Stone will join the program. Professional sports better, handicapper. He will uh, break down two different conferences and give out outright conference winners along with a couple of regular season win totals in that time. And uh, also, Paulie, to begin today's show, the Deshaun Watson story simply will not go away. It was about 15 hours ago when we learned that the NFL would appeal Watson's six-game suspension. And as uh, Tom Palacero put it from NFL Network, time to buckle up. Mm. Um, I just was, was kind of hoping this whole story would die. But it's not going to, and I think this was maybe kind of the beginning of it. Oh, God, there's a lot of ins and a lot of outs. This, now it's getting interesting. And from a betting standpoint, I want to tell everyone, get ready to bet the Browns in week one. But I, uh, Because this guy doesn't think he did anything wrong. So now the league is going to say, uh, I, we want an indefinite suspension. We want you to seek treatment. Another option could be a fine. One's op- one option is a big fine. The other option without a fine. It could go back to the let's resume settlement talks again. You know, the NFLPA is going to fight it, but once they want to take him to court, good luck with that. You're going to lose. But then does this play out where he's on the field, much like Zeke Elliott in 2017, where he's playing, and then the suspension kicks in? Because the last thing he wants or should want in the Browns is that it goes into next season. And that's on the table if they fight this, if the league says – well, we want you to because if he if he if he's suspended indefinitely, which what the league wants, he has to reapply. Uh, excuse me, apply for reinstatement. What's on the table? So the owners are ticked off. They can't stand what the Browns did with the contract. Right. There are multiple reports saying, "Hey, I just work here." But there are multiple reports saying why the league wanted twelve games. They no way know how want him playing the twelfth game in Houston. Mm. They don't want him going back and being on the field when the Browns go to Houston. Makes some sense. But that's, yes. So Okay, so by by indefinite again, they're going for at least a year at this point, right? And so the NFLPA, no doubt. And again, they have two days to reply to the appeal. So if this happens, and we had a guest on from Cleveland on Tuesday, Zach Jackson, who covers the team, and Tom Pelissero from NFL Network reiterated what he said 
yesterday by once they fight this and it goes back to the courts and if they can get, meaning Watson, his team, they can get the restraining order, there is a chance here that he's going to be playing in week one against the Panthers. So if that happens and it's going to be like the Zeke situation all over again, this will, the suspension will, will kick in at some point during the season and then no doubt it's going to linger into next year. And who wants that to happen? Uh, I would say if you're the yep. NFLPA, don't you want this over with sooner than later? The guy already missed the entire year last year. Mm -hmm. So you want him to come back for maybe, what, I don't know, four games, six games, seven games? What if the Browns are 5-2? and two, They look good. Oh, there he goes. He's got to go bye-bye. Yeah. We'll see you maybe middle of 2023. Yeah, well, the, he, he's, that's where it comes down to someone's going to have to talk some sense into him because then that he really he only loses 333000 as it stands now. But then it takes a big bite into the contract and what he makes next season if it carries over. The Zeke Elliott example, he was suspended in the middle of August with the six games they appealed, and then he withdrew his appeal, and the suspension started week 10. So this was collectively bargained. Uh, so if the, when the NFLPA fights this, they'll go back and they'll lose. They can throw out all the you know the craft business and whatever, a Snyder, but they're still going to lose, and the NFL is going to win. So now it comes back to what do you want to do with the league has all the power, which you said at the back end of the show Monday. What do we even why do we even go about this with this new process if it's just going to come back to Goodell and his decision? Of anyways? course, right, yeah. the whole thing. So, right, uh, Dan Wetzel and Charles Robinson, Yahoo Sports. Conventional wisdom once hovered on Watson missing six or maybe eight games. The Browns suddenly need to brace for the idea this might extend all the way into 2023. Sure. Well, see, this in Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, his quote was, he's eventually getting suspended for a lot longer than six games. Eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they so, might have to take they might have to take twelve, and go back to what the league wants and just say, okay, we'll take twelve. Uh, whether you want to go fine or the you know the seek the treatment thing either, but that's another th tough because again he doesn't think he did anything wrong. See, but so that, they're going to want him to seek treatment. But how much nonsense is that? Because Jimmy Haslam, right, the owner of the Browns, oh, he came out and said he's full of remorse. <laughs> yeah, but the Jets wait, 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 hold on. So yeah. if, if Watson's full of remorse, we fast forward to this week, all of a sudden, I didn't do anything wrong? Yeah. Well, we're, who's lying there? Both parties? Did Watson yeah. tell Haslam that he's full of remorse, or did Haslam make it up? A judge for 25 years said you're not remorseful. <laughs> you know? Predatory uh, behavior. This is crazy. Yeah, so, 66 women that we know of. 66 women. Right. You know, reaching, uh, it just got together and tried to wreck okay. this guy. But. So I want to go back to what you said a few minutes ago when you mentioned you want to maybe get to the point of telling everybody to bet the Browns. Well, isn't that point right now? Because if this does happen, and there's no doubt the NFLPA is going to appeal, mm -hmm. then it comes down to the idea of him actually getting, Watson and his team getting that restraining order where he can play in week one. But you need to, you need to be, if you want to take that gamble, Paulie, you need to bet this right now because if we find out that news, like let's say in four days or whatever that time frame is going to be, that number is going to go bye-bye. I, I looked last night. You could find the Browns plus one and a half. Well, if Watson is named, if he gets the restraining order he can play, they're going to, go, they're going to balloon back up to a big favorite in this game on the road. Well, it's not just so that. So you can't, you can't yep. wait. Yep, but it's also the Jets game and the early games is going to take a while. Again, go, look in the, using the uh, Zeke comparison, how long this could take. Although it was you know, a different system in place, but it's going to take a while. If they fight this and it gets tied up in the courts, how long it's going to be. Okay, so I want to go back to the day that the Panthers got Baker Mayfield. That's when I bet Carolina in week one plus three, and I grabbed them a little bit on the money line at plus 130. What would what should I do right now? What would you do if you were me? I'd get off it. You're that confident that Watson's yeah. going to play in week one? To yeah. me, it's way too big of a gamble. You think so? It's too big of a gamble right now. Can he play in week one? Absolutely he can. But I think that that's a smaller chance than him actually missing okay. Football, a bunch of games. Football starts tonight. This is the final weekend. Thank God we made it. It's the final weekend where we don't have games. He again, he doesn't think he did anything wrong and won't apologize. And you know, he's I'm not. I did anything wrong. So why would he say, "Wow, don't fight this. We'll just take the suspension"? And because the, the there's multiple reports. The NFLPA is already ready to go, and they're going to respond to this, and we're going to get the restraining order and let's go. And well, but that's. But I, I would I, say I to get it over with sooner than later, because again, I don't. I don't think you want this to cut into. I can't imagine they get through to them, and because they're going to play, they're going to go back to owners' behavior too, and they're going to bring up the Ben Roethlisberger thing, which to me is asinine. That evidently is going to be a big player in well, this. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't charged, and it's also two women compared to the third to twenty-four. Right, and the league only trotted out five examples during the case. 
which you can't add stuff, but they could. Uh, you know. Why would they do that again? Yeah, that was bizarre too. I I, I don't know time standpoint. I, don't I was going to say yeah because of the time is, frame that they had to work uh-huh, with. Right, but it, it it doesn't look good for them. But I don't know why you can't get this into 2023. It's going to cost you so much money. That's what I. That's the thing. That's my what I would do if I'm the PA is I would just say you know what we're going to sit here and take it. Whatever you're going to come out with, it's going to be a year. But they said indefinite. But if you could play That's, ball here and say, just give us the year this year, and we're going to be good with it, and we're going to come back in 2023. But, if you fight this thing, and they, they take him out of the lineup in like week eight, and then it goes all the way to halfway of next year, that's worse than this. Right, and they're not even close from a set. Remember the settlement talks. They want a year, at least. These guys are saying four to six. So yeah. now you have to go back and maybe resume settlement talks and say, okay, well, maybe we'll take 12. Uh, that's another thing. Does he seek treatment? Does he do... I can't imagine he does that does either. Does it feel like he's the going guy, to? The guy's hooky. G- give me a percentage, and I'm putting you on the spot right now. I get that. Give me a percentage that Watson plays week one. Would you put it higher than 50-50? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not there with you. If I, if I was higher than 50-50, you I would. You think in less than a month they can talk him in to say, Let's, listen, we don't want this to ruin two seasons. We don't want you to lose more money and a, a big part of your money. Yeah. In 2023, take it. I think they can. Maybe that'll have to require an admission of guilt and an apology. That's another thing. What, is he just, just going to walk it back now and finally do the right thing after all this time? Well, I, I can't believe that we're right now talking about how he has, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. <laughs> well, after all this nonsense well, that we heard the entire summer of, he's full of remorse. What? Where, let, let, come on. <laughs> changing let's, your mind yeah, here. Well, let's be honest. Robinson blew this. Come on. If you're going to call the guy, you say predatory behavior, no, no, no. you call them a liar. Yeah, that, that's true. You know who blew it? The NFL okay, going back many, many years with the precedent they set. That's who blew it. Two games for Ray Rice, All right. and she was holding that against him. Yeah. But I agree with what you said. Uh, guilty, guilty, guilty. Check marks across sure. the board. Red flags. Ah, six games. Yeah. Okay, good job. She gives them 10 or 12, and then that did. We're not in this situation. No, I, I, I would agree. You know? But it, the other thing I can't stress this enough is how the other owners are pissed at the Browns. That, how they oh, structured, day one. structured that contract, yeah. right? How that, how that worked out. They don't certainly want this to work out for the Browns. But uh, I also, I found that bizarre that the league and multiple sources that the league, they don't want him any, anywhere near the field when they go back to Houston. Well, I, mean, I, I can get on board with that maybe a little bit. It might make some sense. I heard uh, Matt, I was listening to Matt Human's show yesterday, The Edge at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern here. He said that if Watson plays in week one, he's going to wait because the number's going to go way back up and he'll come back on the other side and that's when he's going to bet the Panthers. Because everybody's going to be on the Browns yeah. in that on that case, okay. right? So, the first hour here of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Up next, we will run down win some, lose some. Paulie tried one of humans' top five fast food rankings, uh, restaurants, and his power ratings yesterday. He'll give you a report on that, and the NFL returns. According to reports, he's been the star of their camp. We'll tell you who it is and give you some of his season-long numbers coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Sports Betting Network. College football guides out now. Start your football season on the right foot. Profiles on every team, power ratings, win totals, Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up early for a discount at $175, and you get the college and the pro betting guides along with the full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has, go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Paul Stone joins us now. We'll preview the American Athletic and the Mountain West today. Before we get to the American Athletic, your thoughts on uh, Matt Eumann's fast food power ratings, because I know you're a big fan of Whataburger. Yeah, I tell you, Matt did just a, a great job, uh, uh, and you guys uh, do a great job of hosting as well, but... Uh... Yeah, he, he knows his stuff, and he mixes in the humor, and he obviously puts a lot of time into it, and it's it's amazing what it's uh, turned into. But, uh, you know, Whataburger's a Texas staple, although it did sell to a Chicago-based company a couple of years ago, but we still claim it as one of our uh, proud traditions. And I don't get in there much at lunch and supper, but I'll go in there uh, fairly often in the morning and get that potato, egg, and cheese taquito. So they've got some great uh, taquitos. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a breakfast. Uh, that's one of our breakfast go-to places there, okay. Whataburger. So I really like that place. Yeah, Matt was all over me yesterday. I made the drive to uh, first time I went to Freddy's. Have you been to Freddy's? Uh, I had that yesterday, and I thought it was better than In-N-Out, but it was not better than Shake Shack. But it was a good meal and great customer service. You know, I live here in Tyler, Texas, and we actually have a Freddy's. It's not a huge Texas place, but we have a Freddy's in Tyler, and I have never been. So Matt would be jumping on my case right now. I need to get there. There's one within a, two miles of where I'm standing right now. So I need to make a, make a trip to Freddy's for sure because yeah. they're highly rated. You have to go over there for sure, Paul. I just I love the way, and like you said, Matt takes it quite seriously, and he puts a lot of time into it. No kidding. He uh, The story that he told yesterday – to kind of refresh his taste buds on Culver's. He recently drove to Bullhead City, which is about 90 minutes or two hours from Las Vegas, just to have Culver's. And he goes, I planned a golf trip around it, but specifically we went there more for Culver's and the golf trip. I mean, that's that's who he is. Yeah, It is. You know, he got on to me a couple of months ago. He said, man, you drive you drive 90 miles to Shreveport to bet college football games. And heck, he's driving 90 miles to, to eat the fast food. So I guess it's priorities and what you put your focus on. But uh, yeah, Matt's a Matt's a character, and he's really he's really added uh, quite the uh, dimension to the program and the network. All right, my friend. Uh, Cincinnati, great season last year. They make the playoff. Uh, good coach and fickle. They lost a lot of guys to the NFL. Uh, Sauce among them, and also Ritter, the quarterback. You seen the win total here at nine. What do you think of Cincinnati's chances to win the league again and take it away from the win total standpoint, please? Yeah, first of all, on the win total, you look at Cincinnati, and after going 4-8 and eight in Luke Fickle's inaugural season back in 2017, Cincinnati won 10 regular season games in both 2018 and 2019 and obviously swept all 12 regular season games uh, this past season in route to making the college football playoff. And then you look at the abbreviated pandemic season of 2020, they were 9-1 and one that season. So the last four years, Cincinnati 44-7, and seven, 
Uh, you look at their season win total of uh, which you can find at nine. It's pretty much nine and a half at most stores. But if you look at DraftKings, they still have it over nine, juice to the over at minus one forty. And you look at this schedule; they do open uh, the season on September third at nationally ranked Arkansas. They'll be about a seven point underdog in that game. But in their other three non-conference games, they're going to be favored by 17 or more points. I have the Bearcats rated uh, four points higher than any other team in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, Their game at UCF on the final Saturday in October could be a round pick. But even if UCF, if they're favored in that game, the Bearcats are likely going to be favored in at least 10 of their 12 regular season games. Cincinnati, if you get the the overnight at DraftKings, they have to win eight or fewer games for us to lose this ticket. I think it wins at least nine and more than likely ten. Again, shop around, uh, lay the juice, and take the Bearcats to go over nine regular season wins. You look at the conference here, um, Cincinnati, you know, clearly has some players to, to replace. You know, they had a school record nine players selected in the NFL draft. I think five of those went in the top 100 selections of the draft. Guys like uh, All-American cornerback Sauce Gardner, I think he was the fourth overall selection in the draft. You lose a four-year starting quarterback in Desmond Ritter, who uh, was 44-6 and six as a starter there at Cincinnati. So, you know, it's fair to ask, with so many personnel losses, why would I pick Cincinnati? First of all, they returned five, all five offensive line starters. They've got a collective 107 career starts there. Uh, They've got a new quarterback, probably Ben Bryant, uh, who transfers in from Eastern Michigan after starting his career there at Cincinnati. And then also, on the other front, the front seven, they have some losses there defensively, but they're still going to be really strong in the front seven. So I like a team that's strong in the the trenches. They're still going to have the best defense probably in the conference. You look the past four seasons, in three of the last four seasons, they allowed right at 17 points per game in three of those seasons a little over 20 points per game in the other. Luke Fickle team, going to play great defense. They travel to UCF. They avoid Houston. I still like Cincinnati at plus 190 to win the American Athletic. Okay, very good. That's key what you said because I know people who are high on Houston, they avoid them in the regular season. So uh, that idea of getting uh, Cincinnati over 9 at minus 140 and plus 190, I think that plays into it quite a bit. Although, again, you have them four points better than any other team in the AAC. How about South Florida with their win total sitting around four and a half, which is available at some spots? Right. I mean, you know, you, you, you look at, uh, first of all, Jeff Scott, who's their uh, third season, entering his thir- third season as their head coach, uh, was previously the offensive coordinator uh, at Clemson. He clearly has his most experienced team uh, yet in Tampa. There's some level of cautious optimism, you know, that they're going to make some positive strides this season. Uh, and after being more competitive uh, the second half of last season, they've got 19 starters back, have one of the nation's most experienced rosters. But it's important to note that the Bulls, they were just 2-10 and 10 last year, and one of their victims was FCS member Florida A&M. The other win last year for uh, USF was over Temple. Temple dropped its last seven games last year by an average of more than 34 points a game. So those are not... Real great football teams. You look at South Florida's record, their last 35 games versus FBS teams, only 4-31. and 31. Uh, You look at their non-conference schedule, they do host FCS Howard in Week 2. But other than that, in the non-conference, they play a home game against BYU. They have road trips to Florida and Louisville and the other uh, non-conference games there. So there's not a whole lot of games they're going to be favored in. I think outside of Howard, South Florida probably only going to be favored at Temple this season. That means it would likely need to pull off three outright upsets to exceed its yeah. regular season win total of four and a half. The Bulls are going to be better, but there's still a long way to go. Again, you can look, I think, at DraftKings and find USF under four and a half, juice to the minus 130 on the under. So take USF to go under four and a half wins at minus one thirty. Very good. I don't, I don't know what's happened in two thousand seventeen. They won ten games. It wasn't that long ago they were in the playoff mix too. Uh, last time you were on, you, the best advice you said have as many outs as possible uh, because there was so big, diff- a lot of differences in win totals and games of the year. What advice would you give now that we're getting closer to the season, uh, especially when there's so many teams? Would you like advice 
uh, give advice to people to just focus on one conference? How should they attack it? Yeah, I think especially for, for new betters, people who are new to the arena, you know, you have to specialize. First of all, you have to specialize on a certain number of sports. You don't want to, want to be a jack of all trades, a master of none. So pick the sports that you're going to handicap, first of all, and then within those sports, specialize in certain conferences. You know, don't, uh, again, bite off more than you can chew and be just kind of spread out and not doing really a thorough job. You know, pick a conference or two that's in your region, a conference that you're passionate about. I think passion really fuels uh, our handicapping fire, so to speak, and uh, something that we really love and enjoy uh, gives us a little bit of an advantage. So, you know, narrow your focus. Don't don't get spread out all over the place. Pick a conference or two. Smaller conferences might be uh, a better pick than the larger conferences, especially if you have uh, good uh, media uh, accounts that you follow or uh, Twitter accounts or what have you where you can get good, uh, insightful information. So narrow your focus. Focus on a few sports. Focus on one or two leagues within those sports and uh, go after it. Well said. And again, Paul Stones plays in the AAC outright. Cincy as conference champs at plus 190 to go over the Bearcats win total of 9 minus 140. Under South Florida, 4.5 minus 130. Uh, and you can listen Subscribe, download the Paul Stone Sports Podcast as well. Uh, he has been great on college football for a long, long time. He used to cover the sport, has been betting it now for many, many years. Up next, uh, we will get into another, well, uh, non-Power 5, a conference featuring one team that will probably be favored in all of their games this upcoming season, and their plus money to win their division. We'll get Paul's thoughts on the Mountain West Conference coming up next. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to $1,000 bonus. VSIN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Polly, we have the Hall of Fame game tonight. Again, there was a move on the point spread going back a couple of days now, a big syndicate was all over it as uh, the Raiders move from Pickham at some spots or minus one to two and a half in this game against Jacksonville. And Mike Dempsey is on the scene in Canton today, and uh, he is the host of Jaguars today on 1010XL in Jacksonville, game day co-host as well on the Jags Radio Network, plus football diehards on SiriusXM Fantasy. Uh, we'll talk about the game and the uh, season outlook for the Jags here. Mike, thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, guys. How are you? You bet. Hello, you bet. Sir. Uh, the, the biggest named player who will be on the field tonight for Jacksonville could be who? Uh, maybe, I guess Trayvon Walker could get a series. You know, he's the number one overall pick. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they're going to play most of the frontline guys. I mean, it's not like most of Jacksonville's players are quote unquote big name players, but, um, you know, I, I would suspect they are going to not play Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. Maybe you see LaVisca Chenault out there among the wide receivers. I don't think Evan Ingram's going to play. Probably a couple of the starting offensive linemen will go just because you don't have, you know, an unlimited amount of those guys. Um, I don't think they'll play Josh Allen on defense. Um, You know, it's tough to say, really. Uh, Doug Peterson said he'd tell the guys, the other day, he just made the announcement on Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. But, uh, you know, we're all trying to guess along as well. Uh, you know, will his high-profile number one overall draft pick rookie Trayvon Walker take the field tonight? Maybe just to get his feet wet, you know, and go through the experience for the first time mm-hmm. and kind of get it out of the way. But they're, they're not going to be that many of them, I don't think. Per some reports, Travis Etienne has been the star of Jacksonville camp. Do you echo those sentiments? Yeah, I mean, every day he's making big plays, but that doesn't guarantee you know he's going to have this massive, massive workload uh, this year. I think he'll lead the running back room in touches, but you know they've always referred to James Robinson as their starter. They refer to him as a three-down back. Doug Peterson said they think he'll be ready 
sometime in the middle of August. Now, what is ready exactly? Not quite sure, but uh, on the initial training camp depth chart, they put Robinson as the starter, Etienne as the, the backup, but I think that's a little bit out of deference to a veteran coming back from a significant injury. Not that Etienne's not coming back from his own, but yeah, he's every day, and, and I can't be out there every day because my show is on the air mm-hmm. oftentimes when they're practicing, but when I've seen him in person or uh, all the guy, I have different reporters on every single day talking about training camp. Everybody's been raving about what they've seen. Okay, so what is your approach? What is your advice in redraft leagues this year? A couple things on Etienne. What is a fair, like the average draft position, you can tell us, like a fair round, a fair spot to take him at? And then a couple of season-long numbers. I'm looking at Bet Rivers. His total rushing yards prop is 700 and a half yards, and total rushing touchdowns is 5.5 over is plus 105 under minus 130. Any opinions or thoughts on those numbers there? Yeah, I think I might go with the over on the touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he scored, I think, 78 as a collegiate. He does have a nose for the end zone. And he's not necessarily going to be a goal line type back, but I think he can take it in from, you know, distance a few times. He'll probably get a few opportunities inside the 10. Uh, you know, the yardage total is tough to predict because he's going to be so heavily involved in the passing game. I think that's where he's going to get a lot of his uh, rushing or, or his yardage equity there. Uh, for me, the you know where I would take him in a fantasy draft, I personally feel comfortable in round four. Right now, you're just not going to get him there. For the last two weeks, at least, he's been going off as the 31st pick on average, right in the middle of the third round in a typical 12-team league. Uh, I don't doubt that if we continue to get good reports on him, that that's going to hold and even climb a little bit. Uh, you know, I know there are a lot of people out there that are very bullish on him. I just think the specter of ultimately splitting carries, not only with James Robinson, but Snoop Connor is going to take that role early in the season. If Robinson can't, I don't think you're going to look at ETN as just, you know, a guy who's getting 20 touches every single week. And I think right now he's getting drafted a little bit close to that ceiling. So I- I'm probably more in the fourth round, but realizing that if I don't take him in the third, I'm just probably not going to get him right now. Mike Lawrence has been outspoken about it's been night and day, the difference from Meyer and, and, and now bringing in Peterson. Do you think their win total is six and a half? Could this team get to seven, eight wins and, and maybe a second place team in the division? Uh, I think they could. I think, you know, what we're hoping is that by the end of the season, Trevor Lawrence establishes himself as the best quarterback in the division, you know, overtake uh, an aging Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan and force himself ahead of Davis Mills. But, you know, I mean, look, I'm really bad at this guys. I'm so close to the situation every year. I think they're going over. I think, how can that total be that low? But, you know, they've got to kind of show it. I would hope that the coaching staff is worth a couple of wins because yeah. it is professional. It does have experience. It's got Super Bowl experience. It's, you know, the, the players are responding to Peterson. There's no question about that. But, you know, they were a three win team last year. And those were, a, a, you know, a couple of those wins, particularly the Buffalo win. I don't know if you play it 10 times, how many their times are going to win that game. So it's not like it's in cement that you're starting at three and you're only going to add to that. So, you know, I picked them earlier this year when the schedule came out to go seven and ten. So I think it's certainly possible. That it's it, put it this way: I'm just not comfortable putting the mortgage on either side of that number. Actually, I think the number is uh, is one that makes you think, which makes it probably a pretty good number. Yeah, yeah, that makes some sense. Follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Mike Dempsey, our guest, ten ten XL Jacksonville radio host, also Sirius XM Fantasy Radio as well. Uh, Christian Kirk got a lot of money, obviously, to be the number one wide receiver there for Trevor Lawrence. And I'll throw some numbers at him as well. Uh, Receiving yards, 825.5 this year for him. And receiving touchdowns, 5.5. Your realistic expectations for Kirk this year? Oh, I think Kirk sails past the yardage total. I really do. I mean, he had had 103 uh, targets in Arizona last year. And he's coming into a situation where he's going to be the clear number one guy. I think that number goes up to about 125, 130 this year in Jacksonville. Even if he's a little bit less efficient, he he almost had a thousand yards last year. I think that yardage total is incredibly low. In fact, I think Kirk, you want to talk fantasy has been one of the best values the entire off season for a long time. You could get him in the middle of the ninth round and he's starting to creep into the late seventh right now. But anytime I can get him in the eighth, 
I'm still interested. The touchdown's a little bit more difficult. You know, he's not going to be a massive red zone target at his size. And Doug Peterson has been known to spread the ball around a little bit in that department. So I might just uh, leave the touchdown number alone. And I would definitely pound the over on the yardage, though. Um, what are your opinions on the uh, the Raiders this year, bringing over Devontae Adams, obviously, and now Derek Carr? I mean, you look at this uh, trio that he has to throw the ball to, Mike. I mean, it's arguably the best in all of football. Renfro, breakout season last year. Waller, if he stays healthy, is awesome. Uh, unique as a tight end there, one of the best in football. And then you bring over Adams. Carr's touchdown prop is 29.5, but I've heard people say that Adams might be tough to take in the first round this year. Your overall thoughts on the passing game and some of these individual skill players for the Raiders. Yeah, well, starting with Devontae, I mean, he is probably, if you want him in fantasy, he's going anywhere from about the 11th pick to the 15th pick. So if you're in a 12-team league, he might not go in the first round. I see him go plenty, though, right there uh, at the 1-2 turn with the 12-13 when somebody has back-to-back selections. But there are other receivers that – you know, people are taking over him, certainly the, the big three of uh, Cup, Jefferson, and Chase. Uh, and then you get into Stephon Diggs and CeeDee Lamb, and it comes down to personal preference on some of those guys. But look, I, I think what we're banking on is the rekindling of the chemistry that Carr and Adams had collegiately. Uh, you know, 29 and a half for Carr. I think he's got the weapons to do that if he stays healthy. Um I would probably lean towards the over on that one. Uh, I think Devontae's going to be good. I just don't think he's going to be as great as he's been when he was with Aaron Rodgers. If he was, though, we would be drafting him around the fifth or sixth pick overall right now. I mean, I think this actually his presence could benefit uh, Waller and Renfro. That doesn't mean Renfro is going to catch 100 balls again. I think that's unlikely uh, because Adams is going to be such a target hog. But in terms of getting more favorable coverage down the seam, I think Darren Waller in particular could benefit this season. You know, I, I remember every time I watched a Raiders game last year, he was going to double and sometimes even triple teamed. And uh, still, Derek Carr had great chemistry with him. I just think Devontae is going to open things up. Uh, I'm not sure what the touchdown number is for him. But that's where I would look uh, to the over because he's so devastating as almost a short yardage back. You get down to the five yard line, it's almost impossible to guard him in a short area. That's how Green Bay utilized him a lot. Yeah. And if the Raiders do as well, I think that touchdown total is going to be pretty high. Mike, we have like 30 seconds here. We ran down uh, scores in previous Hall of Fame games, typically a snooze inducer, right? Uh, good, good chance to fall asleep and, and watch the game tonight at, at home. Total is down to 29 and a half at some spots. Same thing you're expecting tonight, like 14, 10 something, get out of there and go home and stay healthy. Yeah, I was going to say 17, 14, but overall, you know, uh, generally not a great night for offensive excitement. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Mike on Twitter. He's at MC underscore 1010 XL. I uh, know it's a busy time for you. Thanks so much for the, uh, a few minutes today, Mike. We appreciate that. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, live Thank in Canton you. for the Hall of Fame game tonight. Yeah, look at that, Paul. I'm seeing 29 and a half now at uh, at, at least one legal sports book. 17-14 is a sloop, sleep inducer, but it goes over. But it goes over. Now with the move, right, and open 33 and a half. The Raiders were outscored last year by 65 points, yet yep. still made the playoffs. Don't remind me. Denver, Denver was la- Denver was plus 13. So, and Jacksonville is 4 to 1 to make the playoffs. Playoffs uh, and in a win total six and a half too, which you know again, if they protect Lawrence and he takes a big next step, I think there's a chance they could finish in second place in this division. I had a healthy bet on the Raiders yeah. under last year. They're six and seven. They win all all remaining four games to beat me somehow. I have no idea how they did that. Today's uh, MLB card is up next. This should give you an idea of the updated power rating for the Pod Race. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Sports Betting Network. Hey, add some variety to your baseball bets at Bet Rivers with the new same game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combo. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to the app or betrivers.com and make your baseball same game parlay today. All right, let's get some reaction here to the college football betting guide, uh, which a bunch of people here at VEASAN put together, and it is glorious, 330 pages, win totals, conference championship projections, Heisman bets, great write-ups, breakdowns, available at VEASAN.com for 20 bucks. And Julian Edlow joins the program now. He's with DraftKings, and he wrote up uh, like a really long story, big reaction to his observations from the guide at the DK Playbook, and you can follow Julian on Twitter. He's at Julian Edlow. I know there's a lot of information there, but Julian, thanks for the time today. Um, let's begin with some of the teams to win each division and what you can do with some of these bets at DraftKings. Break this down for us. Yeah, so once you kind of start tinkering around with what you can and can't parlay on DK Sportsbook, you're going to find a lot of great things that maybe aren't offered at other books. And the one that jumps out to me the most this season I wrote it up a couple weeks ago as an article, and then I read the VEASAN betting guide, and all six panelists that you guys had on had Alabama winning the SEC West, Georgia winning the SEC East, and Ohio State winning the Big Ten East. And I don't think it, many college football fans or analysts are going to disagree with any of those. And it's all chalk, but if you want to parlay those, not many places are going to let you. You can parlay them on DK Sportsbook. It comes out to minus 125. Um, you know, all of those teams are have their win totals, at least at DraftKings, set at 10 and a half with juice of minus 230 or more. Um, even if they go under, if one of those teams lands at 10, they're probably going to win their division and still be in the conference championship game. So I think this is just one of those things that's being a little bit overlooked. People don't even know you can bet it. Um, it's absolute complete chalk, but everybody thinks those teams are going to get there. Those are probably the three best teams in the country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can get very creative with this then. You could throw yeah. in Clemson if you wanted to to win their division yeah. in the ACC, right? We talked about Air Force earlier. I think I saw them at plus 170 the other day to win their side of the Mountain West or Fresno State. I know Fresno is another one that people are really high on this year. They're like minus 140, so you could get very creative with how many teams that you want to make here on uh, like a five or six leg parlay. Yeah, I, I kept it safe at minus 125 with the three big dogs. But if you want to start mixing and matching here, feel free and and go for it. Um, you know, Clemson is a team that a lot of people think will have a bounce back year after the, the debacle last year. And I, I think that's fair. Fresno is an interesting one. Fresno is one that I actually wrote up in in my article as a reaction from the, the betting guide because they were one of the consensus teams. Everybody had them winning their division, all six analysts that you guys had on that guide. So. They're at minus 140 to win their division on DK Sportsbook. You could probably bet that straight if you wanted to. If you want to get it closer to even money, you just add in an Alabama or a Georgia who everybody thinks is going to get there. 
Um, I know humans had their their win total at over eight and a half written up in the guide. So it seems like this is going to be a nine or ten win team that kind of cruises through their their side of 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 uh, their conference. So that's another team that you can either you can decide you want the win total. Do you want to get creative by betting their their division and even parlaying it with some chalk to kind of get a better price? You know, I'm with you as well with Nevada with their win total under. Oh my! I mean, you lose your head coach. You only have a couple starters coming back. It's unprecedented. They bring back tied for the fewest starters in the nation at at six. Whole coaching turnover. Um, they they lose the NFL caliber quarterback in strong. Yep. I think it's their top seven pass catchers, uh, all gone. They bring back nothing, and uh, they have a new coach that needs to needs to learn all the ropes. I, I, the schedule isn't that tough, but I don't see how they get there. And I know. Um, you know, let's see who had it. It was Steve that wrote up Nevada under five uh, in the betting guide. I had already bet it, um, but this just kind of reinforced my my belief in the under here. Um, they don't they don't have the guys. They just they don't have the guys. And I saw you guys had Paul Stone earlier talking up the the Hawaii under four and a half. I think that's another team that's in a very similar situation. But Nevada just doesn't have the players. And I know uh, Steve said this is the first time ever. This is what really got me over the edge. The first time ever that he had a team that ranked, I think, zero in his stability score. So zero stability for the Nevada Wolfpack. That sounds like a team you want to go against. That's tough to pull off. It really is. It's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edelow, our guest uh, with DraftKings, reacting to the college football guide that we put out here at VEASAN. Also, Western Kentucky. I mean, they lost a ton of firepower from last year with the quarterback going now to the NFL. So many yards, so many touchdowns, so many points. And it felt like under eight and a half here was probably a good play as well. Yeah, so one thing that I will point out with both Hawaii, uh, who's under has come up, and then here with Western Kentucky, these two teams do play 13 games. So you need to be aware of that if you're going to be betting anything, an over or an under. Um, that said, I mean, they, they still need to, need to get to 9-4 and four for Western Kentucky, which would be pretty good. And, you know, they had the year that they had last year, bringing in the whole Houston Baptist through all the receivers, the quarterback, uh, Bailey Zappi. I you know, you get rid of those guys. I don't see how you necessarily can be the same team. And that extra game can can help you. Um, the schedule isn't all that daunting. But again, you're talking about a team that that loses a quarterback that went in the, the mid-rounds of the NFL who had almost 6,000 yards and 62 touchdowns last year. And you're going to say that that team's going to be, you know, just about the same this year? I, I found that hard to believe. What do yeah. you think of the support for Utah and even Dave Tooley saying that we well, take a shot at 60 to one to win the whole thing? I love it. I love it. Um, Utah has been the team since I first started getting into my college football research that I, I was really on board with. And maybe it's a little bit public. Maybe it's a little bit chalky. You see, you know, if there's eight and a half anywhere, you see those getting juiced all the way up minus 160, minus 170, whatever. Um, there's, there's nines all over the place. DraftKings, we have, we have nine. We also have an alternate win total, uh, I believe on nine and a half, um, to get some plus money there. This team won the PAC 12 last year and really dominated, like forget the one and two start that was without cam rising. When cam rising came in, they dominated, Yep. they beat Utah, you know, uh, sorry, not Utah. They beat Oregon, um, convincingly twice in a very short period of time. And then they hung with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl without a secondary. They had a, they had a running back playing cornerback in that game, which is partially why you'll remember you, uh, the Ohio State putting on a, a passing clinic for the ages. So you get Cam Rising back, you bring back a good offensive line, a good running game. They have a good secondary this year. The only game that Utah is going to be an underdog, we have them in that Oregon game on the road at Oregon sitting at plus one. So they can conceivably, so we'll call that a coin toss. They can conceivably go eleven and one and win the Pac-12, as all six analysts across the board mm-hmm. had Utah as the Pac-12 champ. Um, and this is the part I found most interesting. Five of the six analysts that you guys had put this betting guide together have Utah in the college football playoff, which is plus five hundred on DraftKings Sportsbook. I would absolutely love to see that uh, from my position here in the futures market. Um, but I, it was. Amazing to see so many minds uh, on the same page there with Utah this year. Can you tell us what also caught your eye in ways to be creative and what's offered at DraftKings? I like that what they're doing and share with our listeners and viewers. I like what they're doing with the head-to-head college against the pro. Yeah, so that's a really cool market that 
that we got up this week. Um, there's 26 different options. If you go to the football tab on DraftKings Sportsbook, it's not under NFL or college. There's going to be an NFL and NCAA football specials tab. You click there. It's not, I think there's four states, uh, four or five states we currently have it unavailable in, but for the most part, most of the states have it. And it's just head to head who wins more games between NFL teams and college football teams. And they kind of try to keep it geographically close. Um, not all of them are exact, but it's a cool market. I mean, it, how do you not lean towards a lot of NFL teams? And the price will suggest that when you get 17 cracks versus 12 cracks. Um, it, it's hard to take a college team there. So like, you know, one that I wrote up the giants, I think who I like over six and a half wins are minus minus one thirty-five to win more games than LSU. I, if you think they're going to be comparable. The five more games for the NFL team is mm -hmm. tough to pass on. So I thought that was a really cool market. And, uh, people don't know this, I guess, as much because they try and parlay different college football win totals together which you can't do. Mm -hmm. But if you take a college football win total and and go over to the NFL side and you have something chalky on the NFL side you like, you can put those things together. So the one that I was talking about earlier, the uh, you know, we have a part an NFL parlays tab, a playoff parlays tab. If you think the Bills and Bucks are going to make the playoffs as I do and many of us do, that's sitting there at minus 250. You can put that with a chalky win total like Alabama over 10 and a half at minus 280, which is the price now. And you come out to standard minus 110 juice. So get creative, play around, tinker on DraftKings Sportsbook. You'll probably find some things you didn't know about. Yeah, take some time. Uh, get on your phone. Spend 10 minutes on it. See what you can find. And uh, you can get very creative with, with stuff like that. And it might actually make a pretty solid bet. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Julian Edlow. Good breakdown today, Julian. Thanks for the time. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And awesome job over there from everybody that contributed to the betting guide. We'll pass it along. Yep, yep. It's available at vcin.com. 20 bucks for 330 pages. And uh, as Human said yesterday, it's pretty much like the best guide that yep. you're going to find on, this, on the entire sport. Yeah, he's right and you're right. I mean, I, when we went out to, we can't bet at DraftKings. We went yep. out to Foxwoods, the kiosk, get on there and Cough. the menu that they have. Oh, my God. What's offered? Endless. Yes. Yep. Excellent. We'll do three-point stats coming up next. The Watson News. And also, I was surprised to hear this from Debo Samuel. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Get up, you beast. Top horse racing plays. Express bet editor-in-chief Jeremy Plonk. We're going to Saratoga. Hello, Parcells. Race 70 likes the three. Spicy Marg on top, seven to two. And in race nine, he likes the one on top. At six to one, you can bet wager on these races and more at First Bet, the horse racing app of Veasan. If you sign up today, use the code Vegas22. You get a hundred dollars in free bets. Veasan.com/slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for Veasan fans. Veasan.com/slash horses. Good luck, everyone. Here we go. It is Thursdays with the Maestro. He is the VP of Circa, the Golden Gate, and D in downtown Las Vegas. Also. Host here on VEASAN. His show can be heard at 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Pacific, every single day with Amal Shaw. Mike Palm joins us in studio today. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Nice to see you guys back from hey, your Mike. vacation. You got more time off than Ben Fox. Good morning, Lewiston, Maine, our loyal family watching on Nesson, Sherrillville, Indiana, Peekaboo, oh, yeah. Marquis. We see you. Duck Lake, Saskatchewan. Duck good, Lake. Yeah, good morning, Canada. Everyone on Roger Sportsnet. Belvernon, Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh area, AT&T, San Clemente, California, Sunrise over Spectrum. And how about a shout out for Port St. Lucie, 1230, the gambler listening this morning. No. Oh, very strong. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's start the hour with some fireworks Oof. because it's been a week now, right? And this made some national news. Who could ever dream this scenario up in their heads, right? And we'll play video here. And for those of you who haven't seen it, um, you can subscribe to become a VSIN um, member today. Otherwise, like, just go to Twitter, go to Google, whatever, and type in Circus Sportsbook Water. And, I mean... Water. Water feature. That's all you need to do, right? Right? 
So take us through exactly what happened a week ago, your reaction, the behind the scenes. Look at this! Because oh. we, we never get rain in Las Vegas, and when we do, it always floods. But my God almighty! But it floods because there's rock in the ground, not because of the roof. Look, you know, it, it, it was shocking, and, and I was at home, and, and we started getting the text and the videos, right, before even before Greg Hoops Peterson could chronicle Derek Stevens' 10-figure loss. But anyhow, uh, so there's storm cap behind this big screen here, several of them, right, with pipes running into each other, and one of them failed. And the water gushing out, uh, it took them about 15 minutes before they could secure the storm cap, but so much water got in, and then, of course, it flowed down and through the screen, uh, flooding the bottom level of the sports book. Amazing. 60 hours later, where we, we were reopened. How is that possible? 60. Well, the, they had to pump all the water out, right? That was the first thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there people were saying, there's Jeff Benson with the squeegee. You know, Jeff Benson was with the snorkel, if you, if you, look, at the, <laughs> if you look at the picture closely. But, so from Thursday night till Friday afternoon, pumping all that water out of there and then getting them huge fans, right, to dry it. Then we made the decision to get tear up all the carpet. We're going to put in new carpet. So tear up the carpet Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Let the cement underneath dry out. Then late Saturday, early Sunday, started putting down new carpet. Now, my biggest fear was the screen. Yeah. What? What? Wh I didn't know. Well, did we blow the whole screen? You know, I mean, then what? I mean, yeah, it takes a while to make those screens. Uh -huh. uh, and if we didn't have that screen for the start of football, it would have been disastrous. There are 6,600 individual panels in this screen behind us. Only 430 of them were affected. And that, and as you look, the bottom wow. right corner. So we got yeah. lucky. We had some attic stock, and then we took the top row off, right, to, and to reconfigure that panel down there. So the, it's a little bit shorter, and we'll have to order to get those, uh, those tiles to put back in, those panels at the top. But, yeah, but okay, so let me, but that process, though, of figuring that out, mm -hmm. how that screen broke and the water's yeah. come rushing through. Like, how many people in the world know how to fix this and have the technology to come out we, here and say... We hope we we know. I mean, we'll see. We hope we know how to fix it. They, they tinkered with it. The book reopened at 10 a.m. Sunday. We moved the operations. You know, there's that satellite up on the second floor with the three rider stations and moved the signups for the, the millions and the survivor over to Golden Gate. Uh, 10 a.m., the counter down here opened on Sunday. About 6.37 p.m., we got the screen back back going right. And then we were still tinkering with it when I went in to do the show at the mall on Monday at 11. And when I came out, they thought they were pretty solid with it. But the recovery was really amazing. Uh, it really was. What was Derek's reaction? He was, he was here, and he was sort of in just stunned disbelief like everybody was, right? Because there wasn't a drop anywhere else. Uh, now, the Golden Gate with the old roof and that had water here Well, this and there. wasn't the only casino it, affected. There were several places. Did you see that, the picture of yeah. Planet Hollywood? Yes. Where the, it, like the ceiling caved in above the dice pit that was just pouring yes. down rain. Caesars. Uh-huh. Caesars. Of course, yep. the parking lot at the link. I mean, that's like oh, the lowest point in the valley. Oh, yeah. People yeah. die there some. They drown. I mean, the water gets to be three, four feet high there. It's really dangerous. But, uh, yeah, we got through it. So, so at, at what point, again, this goes back to a week ago tonight, when you're seeing all this video and your guys are actually here now, are you thinking, because who would ever, again, who could predict this? Who knows what the problem is? Mm -hmm. Are you thinking like this could be coming through all the screens? And when did you finally realize, oh, it's one, what did you call it? Oh, a, a water cap? Yeah. When did you realize it was only the one and it was kind of neutralized that one position? St storm cap or, or storm, storm cap, drain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, our, our guy that uh, works for Trade Builders that also runs the, the barbecue, Project Barbecue out here, Rob Baker was on scene, and they got up in the catwalk behind the screen, and he was there with Derek, and they had a video of the water pouring out. I mean, they found where it was uh, right away, so they were able to isolate it, and then uh, it's good it all flowed to one spot, basically, right, that it didn't go across the whole board, because if you lose all of them, how are you going to find 6,600 panels, or how are they going to make it? I mean, it was a process took five, six months to make the screen when we first ordered it, and then even more longer for that screen at Stadium Swim, which is much bigger. Um, so we got through it. There was some funny stuff on Twitter. I thought people were you know, being playful and, and, and clever with it. There was one scene um, where, of course, it was down to the Cubs and Giants that night, right? That was the mm -hmm. last game left. So the board was out over here, but then it was all Cubs and Giants and odds and right. the other. And, and somebody said, well, what dedication that is to active content management by Mike Mom and his team that even through a flood and water coming through the screens, they still have uh, the content on point. And I said, it was surreal. We were all sitting here. None of us could have really conceived it 
what was going to happen, but the Giants were going to win a game. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad run. Oh, bad bad run. run. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Three and 11. Yeah. Uh, you guys were in San Diego that day? No, we went Saturday. Oh, you went Saturday. We're down okay. for the Padres games with some of the other sponsors Saturday. Quick day in, day out. For, for, there was a person that had four seats, season ticket holder behind home plate that wasn't there. So they let us rotate the seats through, right? So in like the second inning, when the shade hit those seats, Derek says, who wants to go down there? So I'm, me and a friend went down there and, and a two other guys in our crew. And he said, okay, let's just rotate. I said, I will go down there for what I'm entitled to and nothing more. But he had to come down and get me in the seventh. What, what are you doing? I said, well, I, you know, <laughs> come down when you're ready. Yes. It was perfect right there. Wow, good, good game. Seats. Musgrove yeah. and Sonny Gray. It yeah. was a, of course, then when they moved us, all the fireworks happened in the eighth and ninth innings. It was still two to one. Uh, when when we went back up to the suite. So after the deadline is finally over with now, right, come and gone, they picked up one of the best players in baseball with Soto. Uh, I thought you say Drury. Well, I mean, last <laughs> night with the Grand Slam, not bad, right? Uh, really no holes in that offensive lineup. But where do, where do you put the, the Padres right now in the National League? It's hard to say. I, it, you know, it, you had to say the pitching was the strength, and now you're going to say the hitting is the strength, right? I just think they're going to probably match up with the Braves in that, ser- in that wild card series. Uh, with the, the first uh, wild card against the second wild card, right? That's yes. the way it looks like it's destined, unless the Braves catch the Mets. H- how do you like those pitching matchups, though? Two of the three games will be in Atlanta. You got to deal I with. I think three. they're all in Atlanta. Are they? Is it all one place? I think they changed that. They're oh. all, all three games would be in the team with the better record. So then, even those young pitchers don't have to pitch a game on the road if they would go yeah. there. I mean, Strider right now is unbelievable. Freed, I mean, Freed might be the second choice for Cy Young right now after Burns blew Could up, be. but I think it's over. I agree with you, Mitch. I think it's Alcantara. I mean, it's Musgrove, it's Darvish. I guess if Snell gets back on, maybe he's your number one there, but they probably give the start to Musgrove because the year he had, I don't know. I, it's going to be a tough first series for them to get out of, but it, they definitely made it more exciting. We were at 22-1 to 1, yep. uh, um, before Monday uh, on the Padres, and then when the dust settled, uh, they're at 11-1, to 1, so that's quite a move in I the did, World Series. When it looked like it was going to be finalized on Tuesday, I was able to grab the Padres 9-1 to 1 to win the National League. Oh, that's very good. Everybody else was like yeah. down to five or maybe yeah, six, six. I grabbed a nine. I'm like, I'll take my chance yeah. with nine. That's not bad. It yeah. was hard, though, because Hosmer can veto. Well, why wouldn't Hosmer veto? But then all the blue check marks said it's going to go through whether Hosmer or not, and then we sort of settled on it. So, so evidently, Hosmer was getting a lot of heat for this. I don't blame him. He put it in his contract. Oh, come on, yeah. What, right? Why yeah. would he? Yeah. Why would he stay? I, or why, or why would he go there to to Washington? There's a right, specific right. reason. That was never happening, but they had the workaround. I so. just, I, I mean... Um, so let's, and trying to like play this out here, if they played the Mets, for example, and mm-hmm. it's either Scherzer or DeGrom, I mean, you got to go through, let's say it's Profer leading off into, probably not, it won't be, but Tatis, then Soto, then Machado, then Drury, then Bell. I'm getting my order mixed up right now. He's, but, you, but he's got an interesting choice, Melvin, and who do you hit? Do you hit Machado in front of Soto or Soto in front of Machado? Soto's got a better eye and will draw more walks Absolutely. than Machado. So I think you hit Soto in front of Machado. I think so, even too. Even though Soto has more power. Profar's been unbelievable. Oh, he's been fantastic. In the field and at the bat, you got Cronworth Cron- in there. Yes. Now, Tatis, don't you have to DH Tatis? I would not mess with that infield defense. It's a good one. I wouldn't. Because here's the thing. If, if Soto's got, you're exactly right. He's got the best eye in baseball. Yep. You put him on base, you make one mistake. Oh, two nothing Padres right. now. I don't care who's on the mound. It's a heck of a lineup. It really is. It went, it went from Machado and Bust to a heck of a lineup. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But maybe, but the National League is so low to the yeah. top. What do you feel about Hader? You feel this was yeah. a great deal for the Padres? To yeah, get I, loved it. I did not like Rodgers. No. I, I love the move. Milwaukee, I, my, what I'm hearing is the, the players in Milwaukee, yes. and they're irate. Yep. They yeah. feel they've given this season away. Yep. <laughs> oh, Devin Williams, who's not going to be the closest. He was irate about it. He's yes, like, he finally, now he gives up a run last night. Yep. And yep. he's like, he's completely speechless. Yep. Like, what do you want me to say? Boxberger in the eighth? Come on. That's the thing. <laughs> right? I, Williams is really yep. good. Yep. But now getting to him, okay, good luck. Ninth inning's a different animal. That's why this Lopez to Minnesota is the second best move of the, of the trade deadline. Ooh, strong. Up next, uh, we'll get into no hyperbole. Uh, five biggest gaffes in recent days. But it's not really dedicated to gaffes this week because if one person has ever deserved every single spot in no hyperbole, it's this guy.
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.